I love being part of the medical cannabis community, and learning about people helping people brings joy to my heart. My guest today is James Banks, co-founder of Cultivated Minds Innovation, a CBD company that began with James's efforts to provide pain relief for his mother. Along with his co-founder, James Yee, Cultivated Minds Innovation provides vital community outreach to educate people about the health benefits of CBD. Their guiding philosophy is authenticity, transparency, and making their products affordable for their community. I sat down with James Banks in the bustling Los Angeles neighborhood of Boyle Heights. Why did Cultivated Minds Innovation become a company? Tell me your origin story. So, for one, we became a company to... First, we started making products solely for my mother. So the sole purpose is thanks to her in honor of her. We made products for safer, better, and healthier alternatives um, to fight for people that's taking opioids. We want to give them a better option. That was the main underlining of why we started. Um, a little philosophy is about me is I was born and raised in South Central, but I have historical ties to both Belize and Jamaica, where I've traveled both countries and learned from my culture, everything they had to give. And one big thing it taught me that is that they have herbalists where marijuana is still considered a medicine. And they use this, and they have been using this for thousands of years. And they use this for different and different concoctions and, and different ways for their health. So following up on your, for your mom just for a little bit, can you tell me a little bit about why she needed CBD treatment? Yeah, so growing up, I saw from her having back troubles and back pains that she would take opioids for her back or take back injections of epidural. It, to me, growing up, that was painful to see. I did not like seeing it. And, you know, any any child, any son would not like to see their mother take pills. And for me, that was a motivator that I had to give her something different. And it was seeing her do it that after learning the benefits of CBD, I know that I can actually give that to her. So you took it upon yourself to invent a CBD company to provide it for your mom. Yes. That's awesome. So when I was talking with your partner, James, the other James, yeah. um, he told me that when you guys started out, you were going up to Ventura County to, to purchase your CBD oil. And yes, for correct. those of people that don't know, that's like an hour north of Los Angeles, right? Yes. So why Ventura? And were you like, how much were you purchasing? Like grams? Do people just purchase grams or do you typically order more but tell me about the ventura side of things so normally it was not locally found i was only able to find it locally in a store that's no longer around and he had a sold a gram of cbd that sold for a hundred dollars this was a few years back and once the store got shut down i was out of luck and i had a personal injury that forced me to I had to get it. So I searched in other ways and other areas, and I found that it was lo local and found that I could find it in Ventura, places like Irvine. And even though I knew it was an hour out, I still needed this product. And we first started by buying a couple grams. That's where I, had, I found the lotion. That, hence, how I knew it would work for my mother. And after that, um, I started to look for the isolate, the, CB, the same CBD isolate. And once we started buying a couple grams and I found I can make the lotion, I started to venture out even there. And 
out past Ventura and up where in North California, you can find local suppliers who have the CBD that's in bulk. And once we started with one gram, we started to buy it more in bulk. And we pass these same savings on to our customers. The fact that we get it for cheaper, we do not want these customers to have to pay over exorbitant prices, which I was, uh, you know, afflicted with. And I want to talk about that in a little bit. But first, I want to, I want to ask you, so... Is your CBD oil derived from hemp or from traditional cannabis with THC in it? So when we first started, the first product I made for my mother was traditionally cannabis. It was made from a CBD flower that was called Deadpool, registered at 26.3. Once derived and we were able to get it into oil, I can make it into a lotion. That was great for my mother, but the problem after was the next time I tried to get the same um, um, strain, it started to come at lower and lower percentages. And that's what well, that's not good. Yeah. And it forced us like I would drive an hour out all the way just to get a flat out and test it and it's much lower. Wasting my money, time, and I couldn't help nobody. So it forced me to actually take matters into my own hand and find better sources and better means. That's where I found C B D isolate, which was always kept at a level of ninety nine point six. So I know you're not a cultivator, um, but can you educate me a little bit? about how CBD oil is is created. And I'll, and I'll give you an example. So I grew up in Michigan okay. um, near a lot of cornfields. Yeah. And they use these huge combines to harvest the corn. And, you know, it's they chew it up and spit it out in the back into the cargo area of this, of this combine. And I'm just, I'm curious, how is hemp oil, um, or from cannabis, traditional cannabis plants, how is it actually created? Can you walk me through it? So... For one, that's a great question. For one, it's not like a wood chipper. Um, at the end of the day, can- <laughs> right. yeah, cannabis can that. be <laughs> cannabis can be found in many forms. It's just the methods and uses of how you extract it, combined with different technology that's found every day. And one of them is that you can use the sturdy hemp stock. Once you ground that down, you get a mulch-like state. And once you refine that with heat and applied pressure, you get like a crud sludge-like type. From that, you can actually um, depress it, make it into oil, and that's a later refinement. So the whole point of it is just refining and refining over and over till you have nothing but the CBD oil. The, the, the difference between us and the oil is we go a step further. Once we get the oil, we're able to dry it out and refine it further till we have nothing and washing away all the other cannabinoids till we have nothing but just CBD. We're washing out the THC. So explain to me the difference between, I've heard the term um, full spectrum and, and you mentioned that you're making an isolate product. Mm-hmm. Tell me what full spectrum is from, from your perspective, because I always like to hear how other people you know, think of it. And then tell me why you guys decided to go with an isolate. I mean, what's the difference between the two? So the best way I could put it in an analogy, full spectrum is like a fisherman's net in the cannabinoid system. You're throwing a net catching multiple cannabinoids, which you hope that it might, just might appease one of your symptoms. It doesn't say it's gonna cure it, and the, the, the real difference and the harsh reality of it is that every time you're catching this net, you're always gonna catch some similar like a poisonous fish, and that's THC. And you catch this fish, and this is something that we do not wanna do. And we do not risk the safety of our customers, so hence we just select just the isolate of CBD. And we show that with lab results, just showing of all the cannabinoids that we just have, only CBD. Well, and that was my next question, is I noticed on your website that you actually post lab results. Yeah. And I'm curious, why do you do that? And what are they saying? This is referring to one of our biggest questions. 
am I going to show up on a drug test? I believe in our company that transparency is is my must. And to show that, we have to give proof. And by proof, we took it upon ourselves to not hide it. And when people ask, we show our lab results. Just to, if it eases their mind, if it, if it questions the argument, if it gets us past that and you believing, we'll let you read our lab results. We're not trying to hide it. We want that to share just to show we mean business and that we're serious about this is what it is. It only has CBD and no TAC at all. Is the lab looking for other things? I mean, I know on the cannabis side, when you in the licensed cannabis market, the legal cannabis market, yeah. you have to have test results and they're looking for all things like you know heavy metals and, and pesticides and things along those lines. Yeah. Is it the same thing on the CBD side? I can honestly say I don't know, but we still do this just to add an extra added of reassurance. That's the best thing we can do for them because we know that we do not know if they're looking for it. We know that they're looking for TAC, but we just do not want to risk this for our customers. I'm dealing with cancer patients, veterans, people who have a nine to five and we risk their livelihood by lying to them. The best thing I can do is show them that it has no TAC and give them that reassurance. So I want to circle back to something that you, you briefly touched on. Um, and when I was speaking with, with James, um, again, the other James, um, he mentioned that part of your mission is um, providing pr um, products for the 110 corridor. Yes. So can you tell me about that philosophy? Because I'm really curious about it. So this ties into uh, my origin story and growing up in South Central and a bit with my mother. My community, I've seen afflicted from racial tension, social adversities, and knowing of gang violence, multiple things that I know firsthand that if they were afflicted with pain and a problem, they would more go to a riskier means for their problems. And by that, I mean opioids or drugs, just to fix anything to make their pain go away. And we live in a society that now where you get pushed off a pill and muscle, muscle relaxer. This is not what I want for my community, and this is what I want to give back to them. The same thing I gave to my mom, my family, my friends. I want to offer back to the same people I know who do not have the proper means of health care. And at any day, they would rather go take a oxycodone pill that you can probably find on the street for $5 maybe. That is much easier for them to get in a city where I live than going an hour out wasting gas time. This is only something I would do because I knew the benefit of it. Wait, so it's actually easier for people to purchase oxycodone off the street than it is to get particular CBD products? At first it was. At first it was due to- I mean, to, that's awful. It was because, <laughs> I mean, it, it was because not everybody had to had a medical card for one. They cannot walk into um, medicinal marijuana stores. And most people had a stigma thinking, oh, it's just a wheat store that you cannot walk in. And because of that, they didn't know of the benefits. It was only because I was an avid smoker for my problems that I was involved in a, a very serious car accident. And a doctor, when I first met them and told them I have a problem, he instantly just gave me a pill for muscle relaxer and painkillers and said, that's what you wanted. And I replied, no, I want it to get better. But I know if I don't have the proper health care or the money, this discussion is, is at its end. So I, that, this was the main reason why I started smoking and I knew about it. And I know that people cannot get this. And yes, they would go to uh, the local drug man or any person they can find versus walking in a store because of the stigma, because of the price, because of many reasons in that, that makes them give them doubt. So, and I want to follow up on that. But, but first, I want to ask you, so... 
within that philosophy, does that affect the pricing of your products? Yes, that does majorly affect the pricing because it was a personal thing for me. I was a college student at 19 venturing out to Ventura and places like that. A lotion, a two ounce lotion would cost me $80. And if that was my only money and or if they ran out, I would have to buy the bigger jar, which costed 140. This was five years ago. It was not, and I, it was not the best thing for me. And I had to pay for gas, time, my own thing. So hey, it's still money. Yeah, <laughs> come on. So um, that was the major philosophy. And once I found out with being able to get the CBD, making it that I didn't get the whole exorbitant price. I felt that the same two ounces that they offered, that was listed at eighty dollars to hundred dollars. We can offer it for about $45, and also they gave it at 150 milligrams. Our two-ounce starts at 250 milligrams. We're not trying to hide anything. We, we give you extra because that we want, we want you to try it, and we want you to believe in it, and we're not trying to skip you on price. So it seems to me that since you're offering, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. If you're offering more of it for mm-hmm. a, a, a less expensive price, that I mean, that's good business too, I think, because the, cu- the customer's getting what they're wanting. Um, and it's they don't have to buy it as frequently, right? You're right. We we believe that we're not trying to maximize profits, and we believe that we share these same things by giving CBD. And when we're getting it at better and better prices, we pass these you know same savings on to our community and our family because we know that they don't have the money for this, and we we want to at least offer it as affordably as we can. So, within your circles. Is CBD more socially acceptable than something that has THC in it? CBD have only become more socially acceptable in a few years. And I can say that because seeing the years pass by, it's only become a trend. That's why it's become more socially acceptable. But we want to get past this that by donating, offering better prices because we're getting more CBD, we can change these little things. And we're trying to change the stigma here. We're trying to do that by donating to the same community when we're donating to veterans who are the same customers. We support different organizations and nonprofits like um, Veterans Coalition and Inner Circle Grappling. These are both nonprofits that they are in the inner city of Los Angeles and we believe by giving back to them. What are some of the misperceptions um, that people have about CBD? Will CBD get you high? No, CBD does not get you high. CBD is the medicinal side of cannabis. It is all the medicinal of helping and healing properties without the high effect. This is not THC and would not show up on drug tests. So this is separate and and that's one of the biggest. So do you think people, um, you you mentioned stigma just a little bit ago. So how do people perceive it like like do you run into that where even though it's cbd they're thinking oh it's it's from cannabis or even if it's from hemp yeah. are they still there's the, is does that negative perception still exist yes it does exist so we, how do you fight it what do, what do you do we try our best to educate them through educational events by letting them read up on cbd letting them learn about it and at least trying it we understand there's many forms there's many proofs many articles and people can get confused in all this Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So we try to our best means give it to them as simple as possible because we want them to at least try it and not have any stigmas. So we do our best by having 
um, these educational events where we show um, people the good it does and we meet people like such a veterans event offering them as resources we want people to believe that CBD is somewhat like a new herbal supplement we want to have the everyday use, such as our products. We make most of our products for specific use, for specific problems. And that's our greatest thing by showing the benefits of CBD. I want to get into that. But first, I want to, I want to hear a little bit more about the events that you do. So you mentioned that you do work with veterans groups. Okay. What other type of events do you have? I mean, are you like going to like a hotel conference room or are you going to churches or where are you holding these events and who's coming to them? It is a multi-range of people that comes to them. Everyday workers, they are the everyday people. They are veterans. They are, uh, some are even police. Some are nurses, doctors, you know, mothers and fathers. These are people that have jobs that need this medicine. So when we go to events, we've been to a multitude of them, whether it's um, an event offering resources for veterans because they know they need the mental and the, the physical recovery. Or if it's an MMA event where we know that firsthand these MMA um, athletes are afflicted personally day and day in with our injury. And we know firsthand they are afflicted with the opioid crisis because they're the same ones who take it. So we're at multiple events every day from that gives anything that's involved with the community of people that's using marijuana for medicinal purposes, Mm -hmm. we try to be at. With the MMA and with veterans, people that have used their bodies. Yes, I would think that your products are especially beneficial for people like that, that rely on their bodies to make a living. I mean, for, even for nurses, people don't understand, nurse, being a nurse is a very physical uh, profession, mm-hmm. right? So do you find that a lot of people are using your events for, for physical and mental um, situations that they want to treat? So or improve? Yes, I, I believe that it, it goes both ways. That with our products, w- which we make for specific reasons, we make our lotions for specific design for my mother for her back pains. We have the drops, which is a whole body feeling for anxiety and for multi other uses. And the list goes on. We have even right now we're just coming out with a, a CBD protein bar in hopes that it recovers and helps and aids for people that's in the athlete athletic world because that they we know that they need it and we know that they're we want to give them a safer alternative rather than letting them take a pill so how did you decide i mean you just listed some of your products but how did you decide which products to make i mean i think the lotion seems you know pretty obvious you wanted to do that for your mom as a topical and yes you know i'm you know but what about the rest of your product line how did you decide to do what we decided to make our products for specific people in mind, such like my mother for back pain, such like with people who have smoking addiction, we have a non-nicotine um, vape juice that's also an alternative. We have a protein bar right now that we're using for athletes in a recovery. All these products show is that we want to use CBD as a bonus and add a recovery and change it, change the stigma for one as a normal use and that it can help these normal products and give it the best boost of adding CBD without the fear of getting high. For the, the chocolate, was, is it a chocolate bar? That's, yeah. that's what went into my head. It's like you said, I'm yeah. just assuming well, it's a chocolate One of bar. our first flavors, um, thanks to James right now, is a CBD protein bar. It's, it's flavored is chocolate and oats. And um, this, this is from um, <laughs> studying the market and studying our for one, studying our, our people, the same people that we're supporting, like the nonprofit and the circle grabbing, we were watching these people and the same things that they eat. So after doing so, we made a product specific minded because we're knowing that 
their whey protein. They're going to eat something for recovering and building muscle. Mm -hmm. So that's what was the whole focus on it. And how did you decide to partner with that? I mean, you just can't go out or go to your kitchen and make a chocolate bar. Because there has to be a level of trust, right? No, you're absolutely right. It was from a few years ago where we first started. These are the same people or my colleagues that I grew up from college. And we have a same mission. They have met my mother. They have met firsthand of my culture going to. They've traveled for me for one or two beliefs. They've seen the people. They've seen what these people use as medicine. So when it came to trust and knowing people that would get the vision, the mindset, and the focus that we should help the people by giving them innovative and helpful ways, it was they got that mess. They got that message. So when it was from that day, we made it, we made a pact that we said, when we make a product and each of us give a product, we should make it for attended person to use. It was I, I first started making saying, I made the lotion for my mother. It was another member of us that said we had to make a non-nicotine vape juice because he was a smoker mm-hmm. and he was trying to quit cigarettes. Um, the next one was James and he made a protein bar solely because he was working uh, close and close with these MMA people and he saw that they needed something in their field. There was not even a CBD protein bar at the time when we first started these ideas on the market. With an edible, you can control your dosing, right? Yes. Um, pretty consistently. Yes. So I'm curious, do they like eat the whole protein bar after working out or after a fight or do they eat half or do they like break it up into 10 milligram portions? I mean, Tell me about that. So that's a good question. We have learned to be innovative with our products, for one. And we've also learned to control the dosage. We were able to split this up in four small bites. And we are able to control our dosage in those bites by giving them at least about 50 milligrams each. And we give this in a pack. That of pack of four, which we know that from firsthand and watching our MMA people, they don't eat all the time or they do not eat right before a fight. Yeah, that'd be bad, I think. Yeah, so <laughs> we watched them, we studied them, we learned about them, and we know that the first thing they'll do first is maybe drink and maybe try something. But after the whole workout is done, mm-hmm. you would definitely see them eating a bowl of fruit, some protein bar, something that has protein in it because they need to recover what they lost. How? What kind of feedback are they giving you? about your products honest feedback yeah honest feedback they're giving us that's the thing i can say they're giving us honest feedback because when we come to them we're coming to them as people and we understand that they got problems just much as like my mom and we know that they are hurting on the inside we've met people who told us the inner secrets or the behind the scenes scope of it and let us know that they're hurting one was one thing that put james on the path of making that was he met a person that was in the MMA world close to one of the um, people and he told him personally that he lost a brother to opioid addiction who took too much pills for his problem. We see these first-hand stories and with people telling us that. And when we're trying to think of when we're making a product, the whole point of CBD of the medicinal healing and it ties into our story with love. We want to spread love. It's just like with right now our logo is the astronaut. That's in the vision of showing that I ventured out, went to a very far place, got the product, and brought it back to my people to show them love. In Belize, in Jamaica, we're taught to love our people, no matter what. And we give back to our people in many ways. And James' form of giving back was 
in the form of a CBD protein bar in hopes that it might aid their problems. We don't hope it might fix it, but we just wanted to offer a safer alternative. Right now, there just seems to be so many products on the market. Yes. Right? Just within the past year, it just seems like it's exploded from at least my perception. Yes. So do you think as an industry, as a, as a business, do you think... Because what I'm hearing from you is transparency and authenticity, which I think is is really crucial. But do you think that the industry as a whole needs to be transparent, more transparent? Tell me your thoughts on that. I believe so. Um, we've seen from firsthand, we started this for with honest means. And it was only in the last recent years that you see a boon of so many CBD companies, you know, projects, celebrity endorsements. We're fighting this daily, but we're not letting it phase us. We have been doing this mission and we still continue to do it. And our thing was that we understand that letting people know that there's multiple, a multitude of products out there, companies. We just want you to try CBD. That's our, that's our biggest thing. And when we know that there's other companies out there, that's the point of our company. We want to be innovative. We want to make product specifically for my in mind for people's problems that was the core thing and we want to be set different by showing different from what the cbd companies do yes it's not to me it's not just about the prices we even make shirts that give back to organizations such as the veterans and the inner circle we have an mma shirt that it shows that at the end of the day, if you don't buy our products, support these um support these organizations these same people that buy our products because they need it that's the core topic. And we see a lot of people are in it for the funds. We're in it to educate people. We're in it to teach people. For, to, that's the main thing. But we want people to try it in many forms. Yes, don't try us, but try CBD. And we, I do believe that a little transparency can be shown by doing some things that we're doing. Show your lab results. Um, sh- come to events. Meet these people. Because I know firsthand, I've been to tons and tons of events. And I'm not seeing bigger brands um, ever come and meet the people. I'm not seeing them do shake hands and hear these stories. That's the whole point. Right now, we're going to have one of our biggest events, and it's in focus and honor to my mom on Mother's Day. And we want to give back by showing the same mothers, the faces of cannabis, the people that use these products for reasons. We want to honor that by having an event focused on them. There's so many THC events, and CBD is the underdog. CBD vendors are the least people included. We only see now in the recent years that they want to focus. I've been invited to tons of events where they're saying that the it's great, it'll help us, and they'll charge us like $2,000, something for a table. Thank you very much. Yeah, and we don't want that, and we want to make sure that we're having events focused just on CBD. Where can people buy your products? So for one, you can always find us on our website, cultivatedmindsinnovation.com. Um, we're also on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, where we post consistently new articles daily showing the information of CBD, what we're doing, the people, the people we're helping for one, and also all the C- what CBD has to offer. We've learned to focus on working with people in our city and stories that wanted to give us a fair shot, and it means a lot to us. That is awesome. Thank you so much for taking time. I, 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 when I met uh, James and heard about what you guys are doing, that's why I wanted to come out and talk with you. So thank you so much for taking time today. This has been great. I've learned a lot. No, thank you, Philip. It has been good to share our message and show that what we're doing matters to people, for one. And that 
even an underdog can make a difference in this business. Because we didn't start out as a business. We started for helping our family. It's just later on we grew bigger and bigger after all the support and thanks. Thank you for listening to Cannabis for the Rest of Us. Please subscribe and help us grow. Check out our show notes for more information about this podcast, Gotta Story Media, and our sponsor, Three Wells. You can find us at gotastory.com. That's G-O-T-T-A-S-T-O-R-Y dot com.